Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. Standards. What are they? Why are they important to sales teams and their sales managers and leaders? Why are they important to a society or a family or a person? Okay, what are they? Standards are accepted guidelines, norms, and levels of quality defined as necessary and part of a person's or culture's behaviors and performance. Let me go back. They're accepted guidelines, norms, and levels of quality. And and the guidelines or norms may exist for an individual, a sales team, or a sporting team, or a family, or a country. They help tell us what's good and what's bad in our behavior, appearance, and achievement. They also tell us what's poor, acceptable, or minimum standards, and above average. We make standards or rules in society for drinking water. And an interesting fact is we drink more bottled water than carbonated drinks now. And tap water is just as healthy and more regulated than bottled water. There are actually lower standards and less regulation for bottled water. Standards are set out in the Safe Drinking Water Act. Researchers found that 93% of bottles showed some signs of microplastic contamination and that they contained double the amount present in tap water. And here are some other standards. Texting while driving, food quality, dress on the job, safety, environmental protection, Game and wildlife, interstate speeds, of course, in America, they're different than Europe. School entrance or final exams. And and you make standards for yourself to remember what's right and helpful for you, like your savings per month or the miles that you run or how many miles you walk per week. Or maybe it's no sugar or white flour in your food. And in sales, for example, one appointment set per day. And back to personal, your waist will not get beyond a certain hole on a belt buckle. Those are all examples of standards, but why are they important? I'm going to answer that with a series of questions. Stop and write down your answers. What happens if we remove dress standards from society? What happens if we remove drinking water standards? What if we stop caring about standards for minimum levels of appointments set? and income performance on a sales team? What if we have no standards for expense control or credit card expenditures? What if we lower our standards for the amount of food we eat or the exercise we receive? Let me go back to uh, standards for expense control or credit card expenditures. It just occurred to me there certainly was a time in my life where I had no expense control nor credit card expenditure standards, and the stuff that happened to me, well, wasn't good. What if we remove the police from the community and let the people there do what seems right for them? I wrote these uh, different questions, these rhetorical questions, years ago, way beyond what's happening today with defund the police. Standards. Great coaches and teams of people put their very best into what they do. And standards, performance norms, or accepted levels of behaviors, they just naturally emerge out of their fight for greatness. The emerging standards, 
and they're produced because of great thought and hard work, sometimes over a long period of time, they defined acceptable and normal behaviors and the limits of minimal and great performance. For sales teams, these standards include a sales rep's income. I mean, what's the minimum that no one makes less than this? Or the average, our average rep makes this. Or the best, our best reps make this. Or it could be customer service experience scores are always at a certain level. Or maybe it's a behavior. We never miss calling a customer after the sale or whatever the standard customer behaviors are after a sale. There could also be appearance and dress and inventory and cash standards. Sales opportunity or appointment levels. Like minimum, it's rare to have a zero opportunity day or a zero appointment day. Or average, our average rep finds at least three opportunities a day. Or our best reps have four appointments a day. You know, these are the things that are talked about. These are the things that are understood. This is the acceptable, the normal modes of behaviors. These are the standards. It could be income or profit per sale. Never less than X. Or maybe it's daily or monthly sales results in a retail situation by store. The minimum is always this. The average is always this. Our best is this. So what are your standards, your personal standards, and your sales team standards? Let's talk about traditions for a moment. When individuals and teams begin to measure themselves against the standards they believe in and the ones they reach and then maintain, They create traditions worth fighting to keep. Traditions then become existing standards that people believe they must repeat. If you've ever been with me in a seminar, you'll know that I talk about the University of Tennessee a lot. I I love their sports teams. And the people here just get bent out of shape if they don't have at least nine wins on their football team or win the SEC conference at least once every five years. And even if a a coach like uh, a coach that we had here, name will not say, uh, he wins a national championship, but over the next four or five years, he doesn't win a Southeastern Conference championship. Even though he won that national championship, he's fired and the University of Tennessee moves on. They've got 100,000 people that come to that stadium and uh, it's been happening for 100 plus years and there's certain standards for the University of Tennessee's uh, football team and it's been in a bad place for a long time. But there's a tradition here and people here believe that tradition should be kept intact. And so there's also something we call a legacy. A legacy is simply the impact of your traditions on today's world. They are left behind by people who struggle to achieve goals. And in doing so, they establish helpful standards for themselves and for those who join the team in the future. This can happen to a sales team where there's a legacy that's been created by traditions of certain modes of performance and maybe the customer experience and Nordstrom's. People used to talk about Nordstrom's and their customer experience. And you just had to be that way or the culture just self-cleaned somebody away from it. At least that's what a rep told me at Nordstrom's years ago. And what about anarchy? When standards do not exist, people make up their own rules. This creates dangerous conditions for a company's brand, uh, customer satisfaction, and sales and profits. People are hurt without acceptable norms of behavior and performance. Discipline decreases. Training loses its effectiveness. 
And leadership allows traditions to consist of low levels of effort and performance. At its worst, dishonest business practices occur, and teams and individuals fail. Marketplace and image decline. Think Enron. Companies go out of business. People lose their assets and their lives. Sometimes people lower their standards without a fight. It can happen personally in physical fitness, for example. But they also build new traditions that leave a negative legacy for those who follow. And leaders set the standards for future traditions before the future fight actually makes them a reality. In other words, leaders look out into the future and say, we will be operating in this way. We will be at this level of performance. We will be handling customers in this way. We will be treating each other this way. We will be working at these levels. In other words, they decide now what they will stand for in the days to come. Now, I'm going to toss up some questions and The answers will affect what you talk about when recruiting and coaching sales reps. They will also affect their understanding of what's expected from anyone on your team. And here are the questions. What is the minimum income or sales level a rep must make to remain on your team? What's your standard for average income and sales per person on your team each month and year? Average. And then what's your standard for top income and sales per person on your team each month and year? You see, that's a range. And the answer to these three questions will frame in the expected level of performance for your sales culture and for your leadership for that sales culture to reach that level of performance. And here's some coaching tips that will help your leadership. Set minimum standards. Recruit people who have to earn more or compete at levels greater than your minimum standards. But know what your minimum standard is. What does it take just to have a seat on the team? Standards are not goals. They are standards or norms you fight to establish. If someone asks you, what do your best reps average, what would you say? If you finished this statement, what would you say? No one on our team makes less than or sells less than. Now, this is only a standard if you say this with pride and a recollection of the effort it took to attain it. Standards of behavior, activity levels, and results are installed in many areas. People learn them in training and by observing role models in their organization. They're part of the disciplining fabric of the culture, and they help benchmark what is poor, good, and great. Some credit Alexander Hamilton with saying, if you stand for nothing, you will fall for anything. And my father, Gene Cooper, World War II veteran, always told myself and my two brothers, cover the ground you stand on, which of course meant we needed to know what ground we stood on. So decide what your sales team stands for. What are your standards? And in making these decisions, maybe it's a good time to reflect on what you stand for in your family and in your life. It could make all the difference. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.